Hi, everybody. Here's another bonus episode. I have a few announcements. For all of you who've been listening on a regular basis, and I thank you, you'll notice that the format has undergone some changes. I used to give you practical tips at the end of each episode. I used to have separate mindful minutes. I replaced the practical tips with the mindful minute. I also changed the name of the podcast. And this summer, I will be changing from a new episode every week to one every two weeks. I hope it'll give you time to catch up on episodes you might have missed. I have some suggestions. Here are my top 10 episodes. Coming in at number 10 is Introduction to a Healthy You, where I talked about what it means to be healthy. Health is more than just the physical. You're a whole person. Being healthy means that you not only take care of your body, but you also take care of your mind, your spirit, your emotions, your social health, and your intellectual health. The top nine episodes are interviews with people who really care about their work and about being a whole healthy person. Number nine is a tie. Professor Marcia Mikulak shared with us the power of words. When I think of myself as a female, I have embedded in that word without my knowledge an entire universe of gender. So I will think of myself as a female, a woman, uh, of a certain age, of a certain ethnicity, uh, who has particular kinds of tastes and values. And if I think about it, I have to ask myself, where did those values come from? And they come from specific locations, social classes. Mm -hmm. As a white woman, I learned uh, a very specific way of being. And I learned that being white gave me certain privileges. So how does that relate to language? My daughter, Maddie, talked about her travels to Kenya and how that travel transformed her. Yeah, it was really amazing, especially when we were at the wildlife reserve that we stayed at at the beginning, because only having seen those types of animals in a zoo context, it was so different to see them out living as they're meant to, you know, they're not confined. Um, You see elephants living in these big groups as a family, you know, so you've got the older ones and the babies all together. Mm. Um, For me, it helped to sort of deepen my respect for these animals and for having them live in this unadulterated environment and enforcing protection for them and things like that. The eighth most popular episode featured Alexandra De Palma, podcast producer and teacher extraordinaire. She was generous enough to join me on my 100th episode to celebrate, and we talked a lot about podcasting. Everybody has a unique perspective, and there's value in that too. And that's like something that you can creatively share. And not even just share, it's not like it necessarily has to be a memoir, but you can work that into the subject matter that you're talking about. Number seven is Professor Leah Allen. 
Professor Allen taught us about the surprising relationship between feminism and health. Along with other movements for social justice, feminism is interested in pointing out the ways in which inequality and oppression are products of our social environment and our, our social, political, economic system, rather than related to innate characteristics in individual human beings, right? So where we might um, hear rhetoric around, you know, women are naturally this way, or feminism is interested in denaturalizing assumptions about the biological basis of really any characteristic. In addition, that lens also becomes a tool to take action, right? So for mm. activists or for individuals who are working for social or political or economic change, using that lens and seeing inequality and oppression as social enables us to think about how we might change mm. inequality and oppression, right? So if, if it's natural or biological, it's unchanging and fixed. But if it's social, then there's space to change the ways in which we think about individuals in different identity categories. At number six, Thalia Bishop shares her very personal journey with anxiety. There was no language. And I think that's that's just it. There was no there was no description, there was no language, there were no conversations about it. You just noticed that like you know, started I'm like I'm not going to I'm not going to Connecticut this year for Christmas. So I'm not going you know, to Maryland with you all this year for, for Thanksgiving or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, it started a gradual, it, it don't look, it, now I look back, it feels like it was gradual. She just stopped. And I remember my brother trying to get her to go talk to somebody and she just wouldn't go. So yeah, there wasn't a lot of dialogue. There wasn't a lot of conversation. The interesting part is that she was a psych nurse. And so I feel like she, she knew. <laughs> Um, I imagine on some level, but again, we didn't talk about it. Number five is with communication and marketing expert, Andrea Wachnicki, chock full of tips on improving our communication so that we can have better relationships. Because a lot of what we perceive as being trustworthy or not is communicated through body language. My perspective on nonverbal cues and body language is that what's easy to remember is three things. The eyes, the hands, and your posture. Number four was an episode with author Ashton Applewhite, who is an avid anti-ageist activist, and she talked to us about her work. There are also all sorts of positive aspects to aging that go undiscussed. Mm-hmm. And on so sometimes I say I'm in, you know, the both sides of the story business. Like let's Alzheimer's is a terrible disease, for example, but Alzheimer's rates are dropping fast. Why do we never hear about that? At number three, Dr. Jennings, author of The Aging Brain, debunked the idea that dementia is inevitable. He talks to us about lots of ways to prevent it through lifestyle. You know, that's I'm so glad you brought that up because really until this book came out and I started doing some speaking and talking to people, I didn't realize that myth was out there, but yes, it is commonly believed that if you live long enough, you will get dementia. It's inevitable, there's nothing to do about it, why try? But no, it's not true. Uh, dementia is abnormal aging, it's not normal aging. And so, uh, if you do the, and so what I want people to know is that if you make the right lifestyle choices, you can age well and you can avoid getting dementia. And the data would say, even if you have a family history. At number two is author and holistic nutritionist Terry Mosey 
who talks to us about how to improve our diets with some common sense tips. Yeah, so when it comes to our immune system, it really is about your lifestyle. A great place to start is mm -hmm. with your food. Mm -hmm. So I would say start emphasizing a plant-based diet and don't overthink it and start getting all crazy with yourself. Your food meals should just be colorful. And at number one is author Steve Ritter, who talked to us about improving the health of our teens. People don't always seek wellness. I remember one of the ethical conversations we had in social work graduate school was this notion of secondary gain where they would pose the question, is it better to be healthy or sick? And everyone would raise their hand and say, it's better to be healthy. And then the professor would say, oh, actually, it's better to be sick because there's way more secondary gain. You know, people come and take care of you and they're worried about you and you get all sorts of attention that you wouldn't have otherwise gotten. And it made us all think about the reasons that people choose unhealthy situations. Mm. And in some ways, toxic people seek toxic situations and so on. And coming up for the month of June, you've probably been cooped up and sitting around a lot. And when we sit, it tends to exacerbate pain. Allison Wilmes of Wise Moves will talk about back pain. And Dr. Amy Novotny will teach us how to breathe to cope with and mitigate pain. I hope that you are taking very good care of yourselves and staying safe. And don't forget, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can always drop me a note at yogimd at yogimd.net. Thanks for being here. See you next time.